the hill that our senators are willing to die on, senators, House of Representatives, all the branches of government, really, the Constitution is not the hill that they're willing to die on as far as protecting that. It is the power that is wielded by those that are in power. What's good, great people? Welcome to the Gen X Has Something to Say podcast. It's a podcast created by an African-American Gen Xer for the African-American Gen Xer. So it's Labor Day weekend, y'all. It is the last vacation-related weekend to close out the summer as we kick into fall. We've already put our foot in our kids' back, sending them back to school. But this is the last rod. If you're trying to take your kids out on a vacation or you're trying to get that last little vacation in before uh, your fall work week starts and your fall season and all that good stuff, whatever it is or whatever you are doing, uh, it's your last chance to enjoy it. So let's get at it. Those of y'all are in Charlotte. Uh, the Aggie Eagle Classic is in full swing. Party started Thursday night. Uh, Friday, Saturday is going to be on and popping for the game. Hopefully you guys are enjoying that. Those of you that are around, be safe while you're doing it. So, hey, this week's episode. Last week, we talked about our life and what it means and, and how it moves forward. So this week, we're taking the next step forward by talking about fighting the power. Why are we fighting the power is because the way... Society has been moving here lately. The way our government has been doing with policies and and law changes and constitutional changes, the videos that keep getting posted about Karens and Kens uh, always watching us and doing things. It just kind of got us in a space of it's, it's it's time to fight back. So we're looking at how we fight back. But before we can even get to that, we have to understand what's really important to us. What are the things that we can we can look at our lives and say these these things are important to us. These are things that I am willing to build a hill, stand on top of it, and die on it based off of what the things that I feel are really important. And that's an important uh, a thing to to know and to realize because at the end of the day, if you don't stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything. So. We have to, we are at a place rather where we are firm in the things that we believe in and the things that we uh, uh, hold near and dear to our heart. And we're at the age where we're going to fight for those things. And our society, our community, our culture is tired of the things that we have been facing. It's been long enough. And now it's time to fight the power. So let's get into it. You know, before we can even talk about having or or being in the space to fight the power and, and do things that really really mean something to us or fighting for causes or standing up for causes whatever the case may be i think we have to determine what's really important to us and as i fully embrace being 50 years old and and being in a space where 
you know, things are different, how I choose to shape my life going forward, what that means to me, I've really had to address the question of what's really important to me. And what I've done through my my thought process and, and figuring this thing out and shaping how the next 20 years of my life are going to go, um, I feel like what's really important to me and you guys can agree or disagree. You know, I, what do you think about it? It's either going to fit into one of four categories. It is either going to be uh, what's really important to you, whatever endeavor or something you think about doing. It's either going to fit into your faith, your family, your your wealth and your health. What's really important to you is really going to fall into one of those four categories. Let's think about it. So with faith, uh, whether it's in, uh, standard structured religion, as people like to call it, uh, faith, African traditional religion, spirituality, Buddhism, uh, Islam, whatever you choose, as your faith base and believing of a higher being or a higher calling, uh, that plays a part in what really matters to you, right? So you use that because it's something that is used to ground you. So it grounds you. It gives you a sense of being. It gives you a sense of purpose. It also gives you a connection to a group of people that are like-minded. You think the same way to a certain degree. And we are a people of community. So uh, I know society is pushing us to believe in that we are so individualistic. We don't need anybody for anything. We don't need any type of connection or any of those type of things to, to do whatever it is or to move in whatever purpose that we are choosing to move in. But we are looking and we are connecting with people that have the same types of goals and and desire. So that's our faith move in that. Those are things that are really important to us. And secondly, our family. Our family is something we have gotten older. We have we are seeing our parents pass away, our grandparents, aunties, uncles, cousins, all of those people. And in their passing, it has moved us to say, you know what? I don't want to miss out on opportunities with people I care about. I want to make sure that we are are connected, we get an understanding, and also with that, that family, that understanding, it, it reminds us that we come from somewhere, we just didn't pop up, we had grandparents, we we come from somewhere, the, the, we came through the diaspora, our family came through it some way, shape, fashion, or another, and it's nice to know that you have a connection, you have a unique connection to a group of people that absolutely cannot be duplicated. You know, you can't choose your family. How your relationship with them is a different case of the matter. But as you get older, they become really important to you. You either are making the decision to say, I'm done with that. The families that I've made as friends, I treat them more like family. You're either going to move that way or you're going to gravitate towards that that similar DNA that resides in your body and you are moving to make those things right. Um, the thirdly, wealth is something that is really important to us. And for us, being in this age group, we are... We have expanded that. So it ain't just about getting a good job, making some money, doing investments and 
and, and just being prepared for when I decide I don't want to work no more. The decisions that we're making concerning our money and our finances are geared towards making sure that our quality of life is where we are desiring for it to be. And it's something that it just, you know, it's just a wonderful thing. We want to get to a place where we are taking vacations whenever we want to. We get no stamps on the passport. All the things that we have defined as wealth for us, we are, that's really important to us. So that is something that is going to move us and get us to a place where we want to be. And lastly is health. Uh, Really, you got to have health to deal with any of the other three things that are really important to you, because if your health ain't good, you want it, it, it. In essence, it determines the quality of life once your youthfulness starts to fade, because at some point you're not going to be able to move like you move. You're not going to be able to do like you have been able to do for so long. And you're just in this space and it's going to determine how well you get to enjoy the other things, your wealth, your family, and your faith, it determines how well you are going to be able to do those things in the long run. So we are making decisions now based on how these things affect our health. So we're looking at how we're eating. We're looking at what we're putting into our body. We're eating better. We're eating healthier. We're cutting back on things that we could we could do in our 20s and 30s and our body would just bounce back. But now we have a clear understanding in health and that, you know what, I need to do these things in moderation, but I also need to do things that will make my health better so that I can be in a place where uh, as I get older, I can still move and function and live the way that I am desiring to live. So at the end of the day, once we are clear on these things that are really important and how we categorize them, we can then move on to deciding on what we will and will not fight when it comes to dealing with what's going on in our world today. sit back and I look at the watch the news and see what's going on today I am really really troubled it's stuff just not really sitting well with me I don't know about y'all but you know for example like this fight over the eradication of student debt is something that really bothers me $10,000 was an absolute compromise Nobody seems to care about the cost of education, really. You're talking about the student debt, but we're not looking at the fact that the cost of education. And with the cost being so high, we still can't seem to pay teachers by the value that we seem to place on them. So all the money that that universities bring in and, and sponsorships and partnerships, we can't seem to treat our teachers in such a way where they are paid for for the work and and 
the, the things that they do. Like I heard on a news report today, they were talking to some teachers and why they were leaving and why there's such a teacher shortage. And one of the teachers brought up the point that they were, you know, it's, something to be said when they are leaving their dream job, that they're not doing it necessarily for the pay. They're doing it because they have this purpose that they are supposed to teach their children. But somehow we give the lip service of we care about our teachers and we think teachers are important, but yet we don't pay them what our lip says that they're worth. And then we place an over amount of pressure on trying uh, to get them to do their their job. Another thing that that really bothers me, even right now, even we seemingly are, are through with it, is healthcare. Uh, one of the biggest fight in American civics was providing affordable healthcare for everyone. Does that? Am I the only one where this doesn't make any sense? Where we are so stuck on power and other things that. We could not all agree that every person needs health care. Think about that. Every person, we had a fight along party lines that every person deserves health care and people could not get on the same page that we voted to be representatives of the people. They could not get on one page about this. Which leads me to the fact that I am literally I'm 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 about done with politics and democracy, period, because we literally are having bills passed where there is is very voted on down party lines. And what type of democracy is it if you only vote the way one party votes and you may have one or two here that may vote outside of their party, but for the most part, any bill that should be passed should be a mixture of parties voting yes and no based off of what their principles are and all those stuff. So it makes it makes me extremely frustrated. Um, <clears throat> I can't understand why we're even in this space to where we are not doing what we're supposed to do or we're not operating as a democracy now. We as a country have no problem going somewhere else and telling them how to run their country, but we're often hypocrites on what we are doing. Um, and the, the underlining thing with all this is the fact that uh, the unpredictable variables when it comes to, to democracy and, and doing things that are right for the people is the ethical and moral practices that are being used by the people making these decisions. And all it says is that <clears throat> the people that have power are are the ones that are making things happen. You know, easier, we, we know it, we've said it, and it's been in many conversations. The people that are in power are the ones that are really pulling strings and making things happen. And at the end of the day, uh, money is, is what money does. And it puts us in a position where, you know, we're tired of it and, and what COVID did is put us in a position where once we started lining those things to where uh, these things we have deemed are really important to us, we have now decided that, okay, I'm, I'm tired of the status quo. I'm tired of the way things are going. Something needs to be done. And it's unfortunate that <clears throat> our country has moved 
into seemingly a biblical binary uh, thinking as it relates to to people today. And what I mean by biblical binary is that either you believe in the Bible or you don't. Either you're for Christ or against Christ. There is no middle ground. You're either yay or yay. You're either Democrat or Republican. You're either yes or no. You're either for abortion or you're against abortion. It's so binary that we can't even really get to talking and thinking and and finding a place where we all grow as a people. Not that we all need to agree. It's just finding some common ground to where we are able to move and and think and become better people. But we can't seem to do that because there is a force called power that is moving. And we're at a place where something gotta gotta happen. Something something's gotta get. about it right so i'm tired of it if we the powers that be or continue to be the powers that be uh videos more and more today are showing karen's acting a, a complete fool uh videos are are becoming increasingly triggering we can't walk the street without somebody saying something to us. We can't park somewhere without somebody. We can't be in an apartment building without somebody doing stuff. All this stuff, along with the government not doing much about it. <clears throat> what what does that mean for us? What, what are we doing about that? Well, um, one thing I can say that one thing that the pandemic has done is, is definitely place what matters the most to us front and center into our center of thought. So those four things, we talked about those four pillars uh, of what really matters to us. Um, these are at our forefront. And really, we're, we're at a place in a stage in our life where uh, we are overly protective of what those things mean to us. What, what does that, that, it means something to us. It is something that we will we will guard with our lives because we want to spend the rest of our lives with those things intact. And we are also thinking about um, legacy. So as we shape these pillars, we are also teaching uh, generations behind us. We're teaching our children. We're going to teach our grandchildren that these are the things that really matter in your life and that you need to do. Uh, something to make sure these things are strengthened. And if these things are being attacked or being oppressed, then you need to stand up and you need to say something and you need to fight the powers that be as it relates to that. Um, the decisions that we've been made are, are purely uh, in relationship to whether they are strengthened or not. What do I mean by that? So because we now have these pillars and now these things mean something to us, um, any decisions that we now make going forward is uh, solely based on whether these four principles, these four pillars that we have that means the most to us, we are going to make decisions based off of whether these things 
puts us in the best position to thrive as anything that we endeavor to do will fall into one of these four categories. Either it's going to strengthen my health, either it's going to help my wealth, uh, it is going to build a closer relationship with my family, or my faith will be strengthened. And all of that works together to help me have an authentic and a full and abundant quality of life. So I am not going to do I am not going to move or shake any further. Now, what it comes to in the midst of this is uh, when we watch things play out by our government, we are we're just really at this place, as I said earlier, where staying silent is. It's increasingly difficult. It's, it's now difficult to say it's to, to stay silent It's difficult. And if anything, Probably one of the, the the biggest decisions that's really placed us in a position, in my opinion, what I think has placed us in a position where, y'all, it's it's time to do something. It's this Roe versus Wade decision by the Supreme Court to overturn that. Um, it is if if that overturn them overturning it has done anything, it was a clear indication that. The people that we have elected to office, whether you voted for that person or not, the ones that people have voted into office, what it simply says is that the Constitution that they swore to uphold, that they swore to the people that voted them in that they was going to go and be the voice of the people, which is what their position is supposed to be as senators and, and uh, house of representatives and Congress or what have you. Uh, they are supposed to be the voice of the people. However, once they get elected in office, what we are coming to, uh, to hear more and more and it was for me it was not any clearer than when the supreme court decided to overturn this roe versus wade and the subsequent laws against abortion just reign supreme and on the books to do that is that the hill that our senators are willing to die on senators house of representative all the branches of government really the Constitution is not the hill that they're willing to die on as far as protecting that. It is the power that is wielded by those that are in power. And those who are now making decisions are making decisions in order to get the power that is being yielded or being wielded by people who have power. And all of this is coming at the expense of the people that voted them in there. So really, at the end of the day, people, it's time. really all I'm trying to say is that we have uh, four things that are really important to us, four pillars of each person, uh, our faith, our family, our wealth, and our health. These four things are very important to us, and everything that's going on in our world today 
is affecting these four things in our life. And our uproar, our fussing, our complaining on our social media pages, all of it centers around one of these four things are being attacked and we are tired of it. This is for no better way to put it. We are tired of it. And what today's episode really is saying is that you have permission to fight the powers that be in order to protect your faith, your family, your wealth, and your health. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Jen underscore X podcast. 